0: Welcome back to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm
1: Ella. Welcome back, Berenice. Wow, it feels like
0: it's been forever since I last talked to you. I think it has been forever. Yeah, We haven't spoken in like
1: three days.
0: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No, because we we did pre-record some stuff. We had a little bit of a break there, you know, They were light things going. Oh God, um, but this is, going. is the most um, up-to-date episode we've got yet. But how you been? How was Lollapalooza?
1: Wow. Okay, let me give the highs before, not the lows, but let me just give the highs. So, this is my first time in Chicago. I stand mm-hmm. Chicago. I am a huge yeah chicago fan like i love it out there we went to like pilsen and we visited the national museum of mexican art highly recommend it was super fun it was free okay and you guys gotta check out these local places because of course we also went to the field museum and the art institute of chicago but i spent like 48 dollars getting in there free museum was amazing Um, I also wandered into this bookstore, and it's called Soulful, and it's a black-owned business that's basically a bookstore, coffee shop, kick-it hangout space that's focused on emotional intelligence, and yeah, it was lit, so we just, I walked up in Pilsen, I was fucking chit-chatting with everyone, I've never had so many conversations in my entire fucking life. I went into, like, every business and was just chatting it up. People, I loved the vibe there. So that was the good. Chicago, I stand, Love Chicago.
0: Chicago is a great place. I... There are a certain place where I've gone and I've been like, I could live here. Chicago Mm -hmm. was one of those. Um, I think I landed at like 7 a.m. and I was like, because we did like a red eye the first time I went. And I was like happy on the train to just like be out of Seattle. And I remember like this group of, I don't know, them young adults. They they saw me and they're like, why is this bitch so happy? And I was like, oh my God, I'm home. Um, Yeah, no, people got spunk there. And it's definitely an interesting place because... The culture is really different. It's also, like, really cold. So, like, it, this is going to sound really weird. I did expect Chicago to have more of a homeless population, but then it made a lot of sense that there isn't because it gets really cold in the winter. Yeah, So for sure. They do. they do bust a lot of the, the homeless population from Chicago and the East Coast to the West Coast, which is, like, an actual fact, um to get them out of the cult so they can survive. Um, So it has a really interesting, like, demographic. Um, Chicago overall, I really like. A lot also cleaner than I thought it was going to be. Just, like, a cool city. Um, But I would live there if they had, like, fashion jobs. I looked into it. I I really like Chicago, though. I'd recommend Chicago if people have not been. Um, Oh,
1: yeah, I love it. I'm, like, like ready to move. But then we had this one Uber driver that was, like, Don't do it. It feels like 117 degrees outside in the winter. But besides that, it's a very cool city. So that's the good. The bad, oh my God. Lollapalooza just kind of humbled me with how old my body is. (laughs) Because I was like, okay, I'm going to get a hotel right by the entrance. So I'm not doing a shit ton of walking. You know I'm a, I'm a sober festy girl So I was like I'm gonna be able to like Go to bed wake up the next day And be able to fucking do the whole thing over and over again My fucking Hips went out like day fucking two Okay day two my hips are like Holy shit I was My hips my legs my shins My feet I was like Holy fuck like I cannot I I, I'm literally in pain And then I was like okay yeah. well, Let me just take ibuprofen and so I took a shit ton of ibuprofen and that, I don't know if you've seen the, like, it it rained and I've never been to a muddier oh. event in my entire life. Like, yeah. I honestly, like, I felt bad because I saw these girls in amazing outfits and they're knee deep in mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't prepare yeah. for that personally. Yeah. Didn't see mud on the fucking weather
0: you haven't been to a festival in a minute. You gotta be ready for anything. I know.
1: I, it just said sunny. And I mean, I brought like, and it literally didn't even say rain. So like, I mean, it was what it was. I don't think anyone was prepared for the mud. Um, Homegirls were out here with their her, all their like dogs out in like little mm. flip floppies in the mud. And it was a good time. There were some really awesome sets, but I, I definitely feel it in my body.
0: Yeah. Originally, I was supposed to go with Ella to Lollapalooza, Mm -hmm. um, but I did do a few festivals back to back in June, like, (laughs) and the way that my body felt coming back from, like, a weekend and then right another, like, weekend, uh, it was rough. It took me probably, I would say, like, a good month to get back into like my routine. Cause I also have like, I caught of my routine and I was traveling and stuff and my body hurt. And I was just like, yo, I don't know if I can do this. And I have like other festivals coming up. Uh, So I did choose not to go. Which I'm really bummed about. Because honestly that lineup was incredible. I am so happy that you got to experience it. I I lived through you. I lived through you.
1: It was definitely probably had the most conflicts of any festival I've ever been Mm. to. Which was, you know, it is what it is. You always expect some conflict. But there was just a shit ton of conflict. So I... Didn't get to, s- and you think, oh, I'm going to see half of a set, and then you get to the venue, and you're like, oh, these stages are 15 Bar. minutes away. Yeah, I will say like a highlight is where I'm at Lana Del Rey, and I literally have not seen so many sobbing girls smoking cigarettes <laughs> in my entire life. I literally like I cannot explain to you the amount of like sobbing tears that were going on and everyone was sharing cigarettes. It was just like the Lana vibe and this one girl, she was standing next to me. I'm I'm saying she's audibly sobbing. Like literally she's having a very emotional experience. And her boyfriend is like, Are you and he
0: <laughs> You don't know what this just means to me.
1: And I was like, girl, I know what it means. I, I feel you. Yeah.
0: This is like full circle. It's like healing the inner child that she once tore up inside me. Yeah. It was it makes- good because you- yeah.
1: I haven't been on like a depressed Lana binge in a little in a while, you know? Yeah. And it kind of felt good to be a little bit far away. But I saw girls that were clearly like in the depths of it. Yeah. And I was like, baby girl, I believe in you. You're gonna get out of this.
0: You know, there's something really cathartic about going to see a show when you're like in the depths of hell. Uh, I was actually thinking about Made in America last year was when I went to see Bad Bunny and like literally the day before it was the day like I found out this dude was like lying to me and I was just like <laughs> Like it was extra personal. It like it felt it felt right to be there. <laughs>
1: yeah so i would 10 out of 10 go back to i honestly am gonna go back to chicago because i fuck with that city so tough like super cool we love a city with hella brown people it just Mm -hmm. feels nice and comfortable and like dope everyone was really chill and nice yeah um so 10 out of 10 recommend what have you been up to
0: there's been a lot going on in this side of the world. Um, so when we last chatted, I got the opportunity to have a little pop up in the Lower East Side uh, with one of my friends, and it was super fun. But I just like didn't I didn't have any stock because usually I make you know like custom outfits or like things for festivals. So this was the first time that I like kind of got to sit down and make like a little pretend store, which turns out working in merchandising for four years. I had a good plan. I had a good path of action. Um, and it was a really good experience. Uh, once I, I did it, it got the ball rolling. Like, I guess I never really thought about just making clothes to make clothes because there's something about that that's like it can create waste. But that also just led to me acquiring fabric, and I needed to let it go. Um, so yeah, I was in a, in a flow where like two weeks, all I did was sew and like work and like try to be a human being. Um, and there was something good about that. I think, I think I'm in a good place. I already booked another one. I'm going to be in Brooklyn. Yeah. At another, uh, pop up. I'll post about it in a few weeks. Uh, so I'm just really excited. I feel like I've entered this like new stage of my life. And I am just like looking forward to see like where it goes. Um, I will say though, another thing that has happened is that what I made a little TikTok like uh, like a, like a few months ago um, of going to dinner with my friends. One of my roommates, she works at this like pop-up restaurant at this all-members club in Bushwick. They they have like this warehouse mm-hmm. where yeah, they're setting up like a bunch of stuff and they have like a friends and fam- they have friends and family day so she invited me we went it was a really cool like vibe experience so i made a little tiktok the little tiktok did really well um and people on tiktok even with their hate they tend to be pretty nice cuz i think it's like the younger people and the younger people tend to be nicer to than like old people for some reason um and then it got picked up by by some account, New York account, and they asked me if they could put it on Instagram. I thought, yeah, whatever. I didn't really like. I thought it'd be the same thing. Like I might get some hate. Uh, turns out, like I say espresso, I say expresso. I say a lot of English words wrong. Like I, people know this about me. Whatever. Oh my holy shit! I did not know that. Well, they co- they they ta- they collaborated with me, so I it goes on my feed. I get to see every comment that people post on that post, and I have almost regretted that because whoa, people uh, it was it's been it's been Espresso Gate. Like, you know how many people are like, you dumb bitch? Like, it's pronounced Espresso, and then so I I knew that one was coming. But I did it. Uh, then people, were, obviously, they're like, you fucking gentrifier. Like, you stupid shit go back to Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Like, but people came for me, right? And then the, my, my favorite ones were like, I would slit my throat if I had your voice. And I was like, oh, I should really send you, like, I should really send you the link to my podcast. Like, no, a people,
1: 151 episodes, baby. Yeah.
0: So, like, people really started, like, bullying me online. And I was like, Oh my god. But you know what? Like, it's, they say it's lonely at the top. Um, no, no, no. no. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But like, I just did not expect this level of like cyber bully energy because I hadn't had that since I was like, 17 where people like you know you, you we get a comment here and there for the podcast whatever but like yeah this was something else and I didn't reply to that many comments but like here and there I, I was just like English isn't my first language like I say a lot of words wrong and I'm not sorry about it. I'm gonna keep doing that and like I don't know I think most people just like assume because I grew up in Seattle surrounded by white people so I talk like them that I'm like American and that like I don't know like I'm infiltrating a lot of spaces. I think they they didn't know that like oh my roommate works there like I'm doing this so she can get really great tips. I like that restaurant. I feel like if she wins we we all win. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Like, um so it was interesting to see you know the assumptions that people were making about me, but I will say like some some people came through like the girlies the girlies were bullying back like they were coming from these like midwest like bold men that were like calling me a hoe oh yeah like it was the whole works because at the end of my tiktok i like kind of have some thirst traps you know what i mean because it was my like i didn't i didn't expect to do what it did so whatever like stay mad but like i really bothered some people girl
1: are you drinking cold is that that's cold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have a fucking problem. That's cold brew concentrate. You're not supposed to drink that straight. You're supposed to dilute that with
0: water. There's some water in here. I didn't like. Okay. I'm not drinking the whole thing. Well, I don't know. Relax, relax. <laughs> it's just a little sip in there to just keep the vibe up. Keep <laughs> <laughs> the vibe. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we have a quite a controversial episode. No, we don't have a It is controversial. No, it's not. It shouldn't be controversial, but it might be. Considering our Facebook comments, it, it's probably going to pop off. Let's well, make someone's you know, I'm ready upset.
0: Let's get into it. <laughs> I've been noticing just a lot of talk, even with the cyber bully thing and like the overall internet, people got a lot of opinions. And right now, like Snow White is like, you know, been in production and I've been seeing some of like the comments that have to do with like her role and how Disney is like trying to change essentially like Disney princesses being in love to like Disney independent princess. Um... And I thought that was really interesting, right? Because also, like, with the Barbie movie, there's just been a lot of, like, energy surrounding this, like, you know, the F word, the one that people are scared of, feminism.
1: Feminism. It's funny. Feminism. When Barbie <laughs> you say, pitched this the F word, I was like, which one? Like, because <laughs> there's some there's bad ones that we shouldn't a- say. But feminism isn't one of those. But it seems to be. It's getting, like, a really bad rep right now and it is
0: a confusing and
1: honestly upsetting in my opinion
0: yeah because feminism like i don't even know how people have just taken that and misconstrued it. that like to me right like this is what i think it means it feminism just means that you want to be equal to your peers (laughs) to men you just want to sit in an equal playing field not higher, not lower. Just right at the, at the same. The
1: same. The core of feminism is believing that like all humans should have the same rights and be treated equally regardless of their gender or gender expression. And I feel like if you're not on board with that, you're a fucking piece of shit, okay? <laughs> if you feel that you sh- that certain people should be treated less than just because of their gender i'm not on board with that i think we should all be treated equally i don't i don't know what the argument is for people to be treated less than either way i don't want men to be treated less than women i don't want women to be treated less than men i feel like everyone should be on an equal playing field and this means like equal opportunities and equal pay pay
0: equal rights equal treatment in society, right? Um, access to healthcare, uh, autonomy of your own body. Well, I think what happens is that people sometimes grow up thinking that this is already at play, right? Like, well, women, women can bow. Like, I don't know what the issue is. It Like, Maybe there's more There's more to it than that, right? I think, like, sometimes when you come from a place of privilege, you, the things that you don't have to think about, you don't think about them. But, like, as a woman of color, right, I, I grew up with a really different perspective of the world than, let's say, a white man. I just did. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not faulting him. I'm not faulting anybody for growing up with a different experience. They didn't get to choose that. I didn't get to choose it either. But... I did grow up a little different and that made me aware of some of the things that women had had to go through in the basis of the fact that we were considered property, we were considered less than in the past, right? And that's something that I think it's it's hard for for people to grasp. They're like, and it's the same thing with like racism. They're like, well, they were given equal rights. And it's like, yeah, but the fact that at one point in time, those rights were not guaranteed and they weren't given at all they were treated less than it takes a while for society and everything else to catch up right when you're already here and we're starting from here and like you're still you're still going up and we're still catching up so there has to be action for us to be able to get there and some people like really I think like really just like overlook that aspect
1: and also having the same rights on paper doesn't mean that that Completely eradicates mm-hmm. all of the oppression that someone experiences. Like just because the Civil Rights Act was passed doesn't mean that Black people were automatically treated better in society. No. And honestly, when I look at statistics when it comes to like you know sexual violence and domestic abuse and you know the perpetrators and victims though the like the victims are predominantly women that makes me really sad, right? And it makes me really need we need to work on making sure that people are treated equally and treated fairly in all areas, um, in actuality, not just in on paper. Um, I think something about... You talked about Snow White uh, and, and the Barbie movie, but specifically with Snow White, and something that's just so strange to me is, like, when we talk about new stories, it's, like, seen as, like, oh, they're trying to change things. But it's, like, we tell new stories all the time, like... I don't understand why we're having a problem with Snow White being different. Like we've had a, this is just a different story, right? And like the fact that you're like, why do you have such a negative visual re- reaction to a story not being about a woman being in love? Because that's the story you want. That's the story that you are told is like the fun story. You don't want this new story of a woman being powerful. You know I think? I think,
0: like, yeah, there's duality, right? Like, no one is losing access to the original Snow White. It's a classic. It's been, it's been around, I think, since like the 30s. It's still up on Disney. Plus. I don't think they're going to take that out. It's a best, most watched bestseller. You know, <laughs> like, she's going to stay around. And I think, like, ha- still having access to that and having a new story, like, you can have two different ends of the spectrum. And you could, have, they could even come up with another show where she gets to be. In love and independent. Like, you know, like, that is, we we can have multiple things. Those things aren't, we can't, like, I think there's a misconception where, like, if you choose a career, you can't choose love. You can have both of those things. But in society, we've had a lot of things surrounding love and being tied to somebody else in order for us to be happy. And sometimes it's nice to have something that's like, oh, there wasn't a man involved at all in this film. And that's okay too. <laughs> that's okay. They're both okay.
1: <laughs> and to be, and that's another thing. Was like, let's be quite frank. There are a million stories about women being in love. Rom-coms is a whole segment of movies, right? You're not losing any movies about a woman being in love. You're just adding a different story. And then the fact yeah. that it's Disney, it's like maybe Disney wants to do something different. Maybe they're fucking bored. Okay. Maybe their creators are like, I'm done telling the same story. I want to do something different.
0: They're like, they're losing the Disney magic. The Disney magic is still very much alive. Like the Disney, they have tons of movies. There's so much Disney magic. I think something that also happens is that media reflects a lot of the things that are going on in society. And you have to do that because people grow because we evolve as human beings and we become more complex. And those are good things. Like it's, I don't think those are bad things to have more things to think about, to have people being encouraged and have these questions raised when you're younger. Because yes, that is when you're impressionable. But like you being independent doesn't kill magic. It just allows you to see life on your own.
1: And also, I'm honestly, I think sometimes people just like to Bitch and complain about things. Cause let me tell you, The Little Mermaid was about her being in love, right? And you, and you motherfuckers had a problem with that because she was black. Okay. So it's like at some point, I'm like so <laughs> over hearing people complain about what the fuck ever they're complaining about because they will find anything to pick apart with any movie if it involves a woman. And like kind of transitioning to, I honestly get so frustrated with Taylor Swift hate. Because I feel like it's, like, predominantly because people are, like, they're just discrediting her because her audience is predominantly women. Like, oh, she has the best-selling tour of all time. Oh, it doesn't fucking matter. She's a pop artist. She's not that talented. All of her songs sound the same. And she gets so much criticism. And then she talks about the criticism that she gets. And then it's like, oh, see, she's being a victim. But it's like, but wait. You guys don't give her, like... There's a lot of people that don't give her any credit, even though she's incredibly hardworking. You can't tour like that if you're not a fucking hard worker.
0: And I don't know how many other artists do this, but she is giving a shit ton of money to charities and like nonprofits in the cities that she's touring. Like she, uh, like yeah, crazy amounts of it, like money. She's like giving back to the community. That's like actually like pretty special.
1: Yeah, she <laughs> gave special. $55 million worth of bonuses to her workers, and that included her crew members, the tr- like truck people that hauled all of her stuff, her dancers, everyone that was involved that most people don't give you know because when you see a taylor swift show i don't think a lot of people think about the behind the scenes people that make that possible but she gave 55 million dollars that's literally completely unheard of and i just think it like ties into this thing where it's like anytime a woman does anything someone has some fucking hate to say about it and then when we say like hey this is what this is an example of how women are treated differently in society people are like no you're not and they kind of gaslight her and or gaslight her, and gaslight us into thinking that we're not treated differently. These are fair criticisms. But they're not criticisms that men ever get. No one ever questions if Michael Jackson actually wrote his songs. But people are like, oh, I don't think it's possible for her to write her songs or Nicki Minaj or whoever, whoever, whoever. I
0: mean, it's true. It is it's true. true. It, and I think a lot of people are, like, really scared of, um, like, the so we're like independent, being an independent woman um has also gotten a bad rep because if like you're independent, and like for some reason that like you automatically hate men. Um, no, i I think like when i I have been sometimes I get frustrated and I'll be like, I hate men. Do I really hate men? No. What do I mean? I hate when men lie to me. I hate, you know, like, is it fair for me to generalize that? No. I hate misogyny. I hate when people be acting all sorts of random. (laughs) I hate when, like, there's toxic masculinity in play and women are getting beaten. Like, those are the things that I hate, right? So I don't really hate men, but I do hate the fact that like there's still a culture that allows for misogyny and there's a lot of institutions that allow for that culture to carry over and I think like in a way those are the things that I hate and sometimes people take that as like oh you hate men I do not hate men okay me being independent me wanting to be alone me not allowing for men to treat me a certain way doesn't mean that I hate men it just means that like I'm just not going to put up with what should I know I don't have to put up with.
1: And I think that when I talk, well, a lot of times when people kind of have some pushback about feminism, I honestly really feel like feminism would benefit men in the long run. Like what some of the reasons why I have trouble with, I guess, in, in my past, I feel like There's oftentimes because men have been treated so differently in society for so long that once you come into your life, your therapist, mother, lover, friend, everything, uh, because like the patriarchy doesn't just hurt women. It hurts men because it tells you not to talk about your feelings. It tells you it doesn't prepare you to be take care of yourself right because that's like your mom's job and then it becomes your wife's job so then you're not independent like I think a lot of men are not as independent as they probably ought to be they don't know how to take care of themselves they don't know how to emotionally talk about their feelings they can't communicate any emotions besides angry or mad when I know that men are very complex and have a full range of emotions. And women are taught at a very young age how to communicate with each other about all of their emotions. But very often men are told, talked down to, if they talk about, like, I'm sad or I'm upset, they're, like, talked down to and saying that's not an emotion that a man should have. And so, like, for me, I'm thinking, dude, we need feminism so that we can raise everybody up so we can all be more full human beings.
0: So you're allowed to be vulnerable i mean i talk a lot about like crying on the train and i remember having a conversation with a man and he was like you know yeah it's like common to see girls cry on the train but like i'm upset i can't cry on the train because people are gonna be looking at me all weird but i was like but you at the end of the day who cares what people think I, like you know but i i do see where like obviously women are more accustomed to like sharing their feelings we're taught that at an early age and it's it sucks that like as a society, not only do you feel like you can't share your feelings, but you also feel judged by others if you choose to do so. Um, and that sucks. And I think, yeah. like, at the basis of all the isms, like racism, sexism, all of those, it's it's the notion that, like, it hurts us all. It's not just hurting the people that are getting the main like, main discrimination it is hurting everybody as a society because everybody has different levels of how those things affect us and the expectations that they set on us and the biases and the hate and there's just like so many things right so um looking into that is never a bad thing like challenging those notions and not being scared to look into things like feminism i remember probably it was like when i moved to new york was the first time that i ever felt like pushback on that because like in seattle people are kind of with it but i will say some people in seattle it's like fake like it's what they
1: it's the weird what they think they should say kind of thing
0: yeah and they don't really believe it and then once you dig a little you see like oh they're like kind of like like a nice misogynist like it's really weird the culture over there is very like passive so it's like you get all those things but they're like layered in there um, and they only come out if they're triggered, per se. And then, like, in New York, the culture is more, I would say, like, aggressive. So people tend to, t- to have that pushback, like, right away. Very interesting. Very interesting. And demographics are very interesting.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that there is, like, a misunderstanding of feminism or what it means to be a feminist. And, like, I remember this one time, like, I was, you know, this guy at a bar we're talking and he's like oh yeah like you know i don't buy girls drinks because i like believe in feminism like you should buy me drinks and i was like that is
0: not what we mean but i was like that's That's not it at all i was like
1: i'm like confused by that and it's like well if you want equal pay then you have to pay for drinks (laughs) like okay (laughs) so like yikes like
0: got it okay that's the trade-off you you make more money than me because you're buying me drinks. That's that's why.
1: Yeah. Okay. I just I was just like I'm, I'll I th-
0: I'll take the higher pay. I'll take the higher pay and I'll buy my own drinks.
1: Yeah, and I'm like uh, I, I think we're a little bit confused. <laughs> and it's like and also when people are like, oh well, you know, you know, sometimes we we always talk about how men get things, but like women get certain things that men don't get. Like women get in free to clubs, and men can't do that. So. There are things that women get that men don't get. And I'm like, bro, but that's because, like, women's bodies are being commodified by clubs to sell more drinks and get more men into clubs. Right? Because men go where women are. Yeah. It's not a bonus. Like, this is a business decision.
0: It is literally capitalism taking advantage of the fact that the way society works. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a player, like you're 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 a chess piece, baby. Like, and it um, it very much
1: feels like that too when you go into a club for free. Like, it's like you hey sit at this table, look pretty, have fun. They they even arrange you so that you like look the most appealing. It's weird.
0: Of course, They're, that's why there's dormant. That's why they don't allow certain women in. Like at the end of the day, they want men to go spend money and they want a specific look for a girl that they know the men that they are allowing or that are going to be there are going to like. It's a business. Um, Yeah, it's very interesting because there's so many ways that, like, that's still present in our society, like, even with, like, in the medical world. Like, if I had a husband and I wanted to get my tube side or, like, a hysterectomy, there's still practices, like, your husband has to sign off on that. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, what does he got to do with my body? nothing okay people are still getting like the, the history of a puerto rican woman or indigenous women getting sterilizations without their consent but they're giving birth like that's still a thing if you want to look into that like there's a lot of information out there um i think there's just like people don't don't really know the things that go on because they're not massively talked about in our everyday society but like in a lot of ways like we're still not equal And I don't think we should stop talking about it.
1: I mean, this is actually a huge issue is that this kind of ties back to like women don't know what they want or women shouldn't can't make decisions. Like, I think something that has still upsets me to this day is kind of the underlying misogyny that happened during Hillary Clinton's election that nobody likes to talk about. And honestly, really are pretty combative with me about because I could like... I lay out a pretty fair case that, like, if she was a man, I think – I'm positive she would have won. Like, the only reason – I think one of the main reasons that she lost is because she's a woman. And people are like, well, no, it's because she's a Clinton and da 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 No, 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 no. I get a lot of pushback about that. But a lot of things people are saying is like, oh, well, look at She got mad. She can't make decisions. Do you want someone who can get mad like that to make decisions? When she wasn't getting mad, it was just a perception of what she was saying. Or, you know, you would have someone literally, like, denigrate her character and she would have to correct them. And then it would be taken and foreseen as a certain way, right? And that kind of, like, bleeds into the other parts where it's, like, a woman cannot ask to get long-term birth control, like, sterilization, without, like, basically getting a psych eval, like... They're like, well, you might want to have kids one day. Or what if your husband wants kids, even though you do? A man can go get a vasectomy, no questions asked, basically the same fucking day. They don't have to go through a psyche valve because they say they don't want to have kids, right? And it's like, we should be equal, as in you should be able to do what you want with your body. If it doesn't, like, what the fuck does it matter, really?
0: the only prison that needs to worry about her is mate
1: literally if you is make a poor mate. if you make a poor life decision that's just like you making a poor life decision that you know what i'm saying like i don't understand yeah. and the thing is is also you can go get your boobs done you don't have to go through a psych valve to get your boobs done right <laughs> right right <laughs> and that's like why is that because that's seen yeah. as normal and like oh i get why you want to have your boobs done because you want to be more attractive like duh that makes sense you know but this other big yeah. life decision, you can't, you're not allowed to make for yourself. It's crazy making.
0: It is. It, it really is. It really is. And, um, you know, I think, like, don't, like, if you are a man listening to this podcast and you, like, want to talk about it but you don't know how to, like, you can ask questions. You can ask the internet. But, like, if you're going to ask the internet, please, like, look at where you're getting information from because you can get in some weird parts of the internet. And people are got all sorts of thoughts in there okay or you can also ask a woman in your life presumably one with like that hangs out with other women um you gotta be careful who you hang out with okay because some people be switching it up on you if you hang out with somebody let's say five percent of the time and you have deep conversations and you have you know they ha- they're asking you questions and they got thoughts and you're just like oh my god you know maybe they're 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 hearing me out they're seeing a different version of the world they're being perceptive but then they go hang out with their with their homies with their man homies 95% of the other time and they're all really got ideals that are rooted in misogyny and talk use terms like ho and bitch to talk about women um Yeah, that's who they are. They're not going over to their homies house to be like, you know what, guys, I have this really deep thought about how we should treat women. That's not what they're doing. (laughs) I can guarantee you that that's not what they're doing. I can guarantee you that one of their friends is saying some really problematic shit and they're all agreeing with it because there's nobody challenging any, any change of discourse and that is who they are. So be careful who you hang out with. Um, I think if also you hit you you like those thought provoking conversations. You're looking, you're seeking other answers, but you have a really big group of friends like that. You gotta you gotta determine who you're gonna be, right? Because at the end of the day, you are who your friends are, and you gotta be accountable for yourself.
1: I honestly, I mean, dating is rough, okay? Because I mean, it is true that women are raising their standards, right? Because We can be financially independent now, which is crazy because a lot of finding Mr. Right was finding a way out of your house. It was finding financial security and like basically setting yourself up for the rest of your life because women literally could not make the same amount of money as men. So like your best bet was to find a man who could make a good amount of money. As that's changing, standards are raising and it is really tough to find a guy whose values align with you. But let me tell you this, it's better to be single than to settle on values because it'll creep up. It might be 5 years, it might be 10 years, but I was I was over here in conversation at the gym um and she was like, "You know what? It's crazy because I I I knew when we first started dating that this was like going to be an issue that this was going to be a problem but then I just kind of let it go and then it popped up 15 years later and now I feel like I've you know wasted my whole life right that's basically what she said and I was like damn I think a lot of us are like oh well you know he's not an outright bigot but he might have some controversial views babes it might be if you care about that it's going to be a bigger problem down the line it might take 10 or 20 years but it'll become a problem
0: Um, I think that people can definitely learn and grow. I saw it with like, I think my ex-boyfriend, his heart was in a good place. Some of his friends were not. And you know, they H out, you can outgrow people. Um, I think that that is possible, but it obviously is going to take work and it's going to take a toll in your relationship, right? Because you're teaching somebody for free 99, for free 99. And not only are you teaching somebody, but they probably have parents who have those ideals, (laughs) Uh, So you're also teaching their parents and you got to be around people who are, might make you uncomfortable most of the time. Is that something you want to take on? Like, that's cool. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, But that's, it's also fair if you don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because that can be exhausting. We do not owe people education. All right. It's also maybe you want to educate and if you find somebody in in a learning space. Um, Also, that's a big one sometimes when you're hanging out with people and you're trying to get a point across they have to be in the right place to learn and if they're not being receptive to what they're saying like you're wasting your words dude like if you already know they're not like vibing with what you're saying like i would say like distance yourself for a little bit if they care about you maybe they'll come try to find middle ground but if they don't then they really never give a fuck um and that's okay. There's other people in the world. People are, are learning. I've met some great people out there. You should also see how people talk about their moms, how they treat their moms, how their dad treats their moms. I mean, think I can tell you a lot how they're going to treat you or what they got to say about how their parents' relationship went down. Um, those, are, those are important things. Uh, some turn-ons is my, I, my favorite one was I went on a date with this guy. He's like, oh my dad she's my mom like a princess. Perfect. We love that. <laughs> we love that. Okay. Uh, there's nothing more uncomfortable than like being in a, in all, like with your significant other and having their dad be awful to their mom. And literally being like, are you going to say something or am I? Because literally. I think you just you just normalize that your dad talks to your mom that way. But that's not normal to me. And I will pop off if you don't say anything. Because <laughs> it should be making you angry. You know,
1: which is interesting. I saw this TikTok and I was like, and I read the comments. It was something that I just resonated with so much. When it was like, bro, a lot of us have experiences with people's moms telling us to get out like (laughs) and I don't think that happens the other way as often like literally where someone's mom is like hey they're like their dad and if I were you I would get out I wouldn't I love my kids (laughs) but I would not choose this from me like that's like an experience that a lot of women have that's crazy right
0: yeah it is so beware beware be careful and, uh, you know, like, it, it's wild because it really, as a as a Mexican daughter, I don't get away with talking to my parents any sort of way, okay? I, that was not how I was raised, but I even just spoke with the not correct tone, like there would be repercussions for my actions. And sometimes that people, like American little boys, how they talk to their moms, I'm like, how do you get away with this? That was a big culture shock in this country for me. Yeah.
1: It's what a crazy it is crazy because I and that's the thing is that like the, another universal experience is like people being like oh boys are so much easier to raise than girls it's like no it's because you have these crazy unrealistic standards for women and then we don't hold men to the same standards so of course if you're not like holding boys accountable in the way that you're holding girls accountable it's easier to raise them and then now you know I'm like you get to the age where. i'm dating someone i'm like oh my god like they're gonna take too much work like we're we're, they have they're way too far away from the fucking finish line for me to take on this emotional labor
0: yeah yeah it's, it's 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 a lot it's a lot and as women we have we also get uh race in a society that's misogynist and like i think being aware and being okay with that notion is like when people get called like misogynist they're like oh my god like i can't believe you said that or racist like everybody is we were socialized in a society that is like that so like the first step to change is acceptance right so we all have those biases rooted inside us so like the only way to really us to really move forward is to accept it and be able to like move from that okay i do have these notions what are they And then once you start noticing, you're like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that thought was rooted in misogyny. But like once you're aware and you're okay with the fact that like maybe you are a little bit of a misogynist, that there's like some of those things going on inside, you're able to notice them, challenge them and grow as a human being.
1: And I I hate to give homework, but honestly, like readings, kind of some of the Easiest way I feel, or I guess a YouTube video would probably be the easiest, but listening to an audiobook or reading is probably a very entry level way into educating yourself. And I know that, like, with some of these notions I had about, I guess, surrounding my own body and how those were kind of like a result of misogyny, I read a book that she runs with wolves. I'll put the details down below, but. I you don't even realize it until you educate yourself on it. So there's like if you literally research like feminism books or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. It's just it's easy for you to like spooky. Yes, spooky. (laughs) It's easy to find books that will that aren't even hardcore. There's like a one. It's Brianna Weiss, 101 Essays on Life. I think, but she taps into a lot of these same things about internalized misogyny and also just misogyny in general and just gaining a new perspective through either with through art you know in the way of tv movies and books and it kind of makes me sad when i get when i go and see something like the barbie movie and i have like like an emotional happy reaction to just a little bit of healing in my heart but also like Like, oh, I wish I had this movie as a little girl. Same thing with, like, The Little Mermaid. Like, I wish I had a, like a, I, 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 dude, I'll I'll call myself out. I was Pocahontas for fucking one. Me too. Because I was Pocahontas and then I was Mulan (laughs) because those were the only browns. Me too. Yeah, those were the only non-white. Disney characters that I had. So I go and see like Little Mermaid and I'm sitting next to this little black girl who now gets to see herself in a Disney movie and I get to see Barbie and I loved Barbie growing up and this is an amazing story about like the patriarchy, feminism, but really just like fucking girl power and what it's like to be a woman in this society. And it just heals a little bit of part of me. And I wish that people could share in that like beauty instead of being like, this is fucking liberal propaganda bullshit. Like it's like it's only, honestly sad that you watch a piece of art and you're mad about it.
0: I mean, and I bet, like, back in the day, all right, people were doing the same shit when we were growing up because society, that's how society moves, right? That's how you move forward. Um, And there's no way that that's bad. I'm sorry, but, like, even with what happened in Montgomery, like, Alabama, that is the first time I have ever seen police officers behind, like, a group of black people that, like, white people are, are are trying to jump, okay? That is the first time, like, like society is changing, but in order for that to happen, like, things like this need to happen. And, like, you know, like, sometimes you just gotta mellow out. Like Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Woosah!
1: <laughs> and, baby, I've met young people. I've met a bunch of young people at Lollapalooza. We're only going forward, babes. So, be on... The right side of history with this shit. Do you want to be looking back 20 years being like, I protested the Barbie movie? I hope the fuck not. Like, how embarrassing.
0: How embarrassing.
1: Like, it's a cutesy little fucking PG 13 movie for the girls. Like, we
0: love it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all of the thoughts I've got. All right. I got to go to the gym. It's shit. Oh, me too. <laughs> See you <laughs> to the gym.
1: Just
0: to the gym. I haven't been there in a minute, but I got some new gym crushes. So I got to go check on my. <laughs>
1: TTYL gotta go with
0: the, <laughs> gotta check in with some I, I'm dudes. I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> I hope <laughs> none of them listen to this alright um, thank you so much for listening and as always please go subscribe on whatever listening platform and then on the other ones too um, and go follow us on all our social medias we're on Instagram at thanks number for your concern I'm at Bernice A-D-S-M. and I'm at Tutor. bye, bye.